They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini Boys. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini. They're the Combini Boys. Welcome to the Convenie Boys podcast, where my friend Mike and I share the latest and greatest from Japan's amazing convenience stores. In this week's episode, Mike describes an apocalyptic scene at his local convenie. We talk pig ears, yakiniku sauce, karaage-kun, shoe cream with brownie inside, and Donald Trump-styled beer foam. Now, let's head off to the convenie. They're the convenie, they're the convenie, they're the convenie, they're the convenie, boys. Hey, Mike. Hey, Matt, how's it going? Not too bad, Mike. You know, uh, we've had a lot of bad weather here. Had a blizzard and then some freezing rain. So we're all bundled up here in New England. How are things over in uh, Kuro Bay? Yeah, pretty much the same. We just are getting some winter weather here as well. Uh, I was telling you before we started, we uh, we got Leo some skis. So wow. he's, uh, some, they're these teeny little mini skis. And he's been... Doing all right though. He's just kind of like pushing himself around. Pretty good, just I gotta in say. Just time for the Winter Olympics. Exactly. That's in what I'm saying. Authoritarian police state. <laughs> That's that right. China. So maybe one day he'll be able to compete under the watchful eyes of Xi Jinping. <laughs> in 20 years, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Hopefully. All right, but uh. all right, Mike. Well, um, you know, last week we explained to our listeners why we were taking so much time off. It's not because we were mm-hmm. on vacation. It's not because we were lollygagging. It's because you were locked yeah. up, locked up oh, abroad yeah. mm-hmm. with COVID. Mike, you've been free now for almost, I guess, a month, and you're back in action. You've returned to the Gemba. Yes, you're pounding the pavement at the Convini, mm-hmm. and you've got a few tales you want to tell us based on your latest action. Is that right, Mike? That's right, Matt. I'm back in action. You know, um, I was, uh, like you said, until the middle of Jan- January. You know, I was, uh, I was stuck in a hotel. And before that, that whole month, I was, I was back in the States. So it's been a long time since I've been able to get in there and yeah. just kind of see what's going on, you know. And um, Matt, I got to tell you, I've two big developments in, in my life at the Gemba, um, uh, something good and something bad. Do you want to hear the good news first or do you want to hear the bad news first? Let's start with the bad news first, you know, and I like to end on a high note. Okay. All right, Matt. Well, let me tell you. The bad news is, Matt, I've been to Combini's, let's say, in these three weeks or so, I've probably been, you know, a dozen or so times to the Combini. Um, you know, not as much as I usually am going. i got to be honest, a little bit Just less. Say, but I a slow clip there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Matt, you know what has been going on? I'm, you know, first I, I'll say my first trip out of quarantine. I was so pumped. I said, you know what I'm doing? I'm getting in there. I'm getting a family chicky. Yep. Hey, right? You know, that's what you got to do. And so I got in there. Oh, there's no family chickies, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Well, you know, you know, bad luck. You know, try again in a couple days. Come back in. No hot, no items in the hot box whatsoever. Hot box was empty. Hot box is empty. And Matt, this is a trend. I'd say of, you know, of these times that I've gone, I'd say 80% I'm seeing an empty hot box or, you know, at, at least just like the bare minimum, like maybe one ham cutlet or something. And that's all. I got to ask. Yeah. What's the Oden tank looking like? Because if that's gone, yeah, no, that's no, no, a sign. don't, 
Don't worry, don't worry. The Oden tank is still, at least for the moment, cranking. Because if that Oden tank empties out, you better grab a shotgun (laughs) and a lot of canned food. (laughs) Right, right. That's the end all. You know, that's the end of days. Yeah, no, we're not there yet. But we're not there yet. But but I'm worried, Matt. You know, like, this is not something I'm used to. Um, supply chain. I don't know. Supply, supply chain. chain. Yeah. What do What do you think? What do you think's going on? I've got some, you know, theories, but I, I don't know. Everywhere you go, supply chain problems, Mike. I don't know where Japanese conveni get their chickens from, get their mm-hmm. uh, bow buns from. I don't know where all this stuff comes from, but it comes from somewhere. Yeah. And COVID is just disrupting supply chains all over the place. You know, um, say somebody goes down with COVID. Maybe a few people go down with COVID from a critical supplier and suddenly mm. you can't make what you want to make for a week, two weeks. True. You know, it's uh, it doesn't take a lot. And I know Omicron cases are starting to tick up in Japan. So uh, True. if uh, these things are coming from Japanese vendors, then it could be, you know, people are getting ill at, at critical convenience suppliers and these, these guys can't make what um, they usually make. That's my guess. Yeah. I yeah well I hope you know that's my you know that's sort of my positive like thought mm-hmm. is that um, and I think you're right one thing that I've noticed is a lot of the convenience that I go to I'm seeing a lot of new fresh faces behind the counter Matt that's got me a little worried you know um, hmm. maybe you're right maybe people you know shortage of people because of COVID you know there are a lot of people out um, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just worried maybe this new this new uh, you know um, this new crew. Mm-hmm. Maybe they just they can't handle it, you know. Uh, that's that's this is like me being negative. Maybe they can't sort of like configure things, you know, because there's a lot you got to keep keep going at the conveni, you know. Like if you're working there, you got to get the hot box going, you got the Oden going, you've got you know packages coming in, and it's stressful. So I don't know. That, I'm, I'm just that's that could my be part sort of, of it too, you know. I mean, they're yeah. definitely training issues. You got a lot of new employees. You got to bring on quickly because again, somebody mm-hmm. goes out, you got to bring somebody in. And yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, convenient operation probably not the simplest one out there. A lot coming at you, like you say. Mm-hmm. And to bring somebody up to speed is no small task, mm-hmm. uh, which mm-hmm. is why companies should invest more in training because uh, it costs mm-hmm. a lot of money and resources to bring somebody up to speed to be a skilled worker. But yeah, that That's could true. be a two. Could be a combo of supply chain, combo of uh, a lot of new faces trying to learn the ropes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know, so I'll, I'll, I'm going to keep an eye on this. This is this worries me though because you know I'm starting to lose my confidence. Um, you know, you go out and you say, like, "Hey, I'm going to go to Seven Eleven and get a, you know, you know, a, I'm going to get like a, a Nana Chicky or something." And then you go and it's not there. You go and it's not there. You start to think. It's just not there, you know, and I'm trying not to lose hope. I'm not trying to like, you know, completely lose hope. So I'm going to keep going. You know, it is the winter as well. I think you'll be okay. Give it a few weeks. Let the Omicron thing blow over. It's got a pretty Mm -hmm. steep, uh, steep mountain to climb, but then boom, just Mm -hmm. crashes like a, and here in America, we gave up on COVID here in America. (laughs) There's no better way to live, ladies and gentlemen. Listen, you just got to ride this thing out, get vaxxed, get boosted. Yeah. And, uh, hey, it's all blowing yeah. over. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I, uh, sorry. I, like you said, I'm glad that we did the bad first because now I'm going to give you the good news. And this is, Matt, this is, as a father, this is, I mean, this. I've been 
it's been a good couple of weeks, Pat. So, you know what? Um, we got out of uh, quarantine, and um, you know, I think we had we had dinner a couple nights at home, and one night I just thought, "Hey, Leo," I just said, "You want to you want to go to the Combini and get some ice cream?" And he went wild. He went <laughs> wild. He said, "Yes, yes." You know, he jumped out of his chair. He went to the front door, and Matt. So that's been our little that's been our little tradition here. Couple nights a week That's now. Nice. We've. Uh, I don't even have to say like I'll have to say it's Kambini, and he knows what I'm talking about. You know, I say Kambini, and he says ice cream, ice cream, and so we go in there, and uh, been taking him into you know I took him to Lawson, took him to Seven Eleven, Family Mart, and we just spend some time there looking through the ice creams. You know, you know that little zone where all the ice cream is sort the of in box. The, the big the box, yeah, and. Um, just letting him choose, you know, what he wants. And I got to say, Matt, this is uh, it's exciting for me because, yeah, already in Leo's head, you know, the word kombini means fun. And, like, you know, that being able to make that connection with him is, uh, has been really great. What's, uh, what's his favorite? Does he have a favorite ice cream? He is a giant cone man. Oh, <laughs> I always knew he was a smart boy. And a classy guy, giant cone. Oh yeah, one. Oh, you know God. that knows no borders. The giant cone. No. no. Everybody loves it, no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. That is outstanding news. Yeah. Have you introduced yeah. him to the premium ice cream box, or you wait until he, you know, is a teenager or something? Wait until he's a teenager, because I don't think you know that's the that's the thing. When you get to the premium box. It's not as visual as the like the normal box is. You know, also, you got to know well, actually, what's that's going a good on. Question: Is he is he tall enough to see into the ice cream box? Or do you need to like hover him over though? I, yeah. I pick him up. Yep, <laughs> I pick him up. I hover him over, and we go through each. <laughs> I should say he. I say he picks him, but it's more like I just whatever I pick up. He says, "Yeah, let's get that." And he puts it in the bucket. <laughs> so. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, when he, when he gets a little bit older, I'll take him to that premium box when he can read, you know, and he can understand the elegance of what's going on in there. Then then I'll take him to that that box. Yeah, maybe get him when he's ready for his first date, you know. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's you know? right. <laughs> well, that's exciting. You know, next time he's back in America. You're going to have to introduce them to the Snickers ice cream bar. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Oh, my. A lot of things to, uh, yeah, a lot of things to look forward to. That's like when uh, Palpatine got uh, Anakin to kill all those little kids. You know, that was the end of his training. The end of Leo's training will be the Snickers ice cream bar. That's right. That's right. If we get him to the... The premium ice cream box, we take him home, give him the Snickers ice cream, and then, yeah, then he's good to go. And then he's a, he'll be a master, and he can, he can, you know, step out on his own into the world, you know, um, without the guidance of, uh, of old Pappy. But, all right, Matt, so, yeah, those are two big developments. But I also, you know what I did? I actually, last night, I went out to the Conveni, and I grabbed a snack, something that we haven't talked about on the podcast, but is a hidden gem. And I want to get your well. I got two items. I'll, I'll give you first. I'll give you the look at one, and then I, then I'll, the one, the more sort of interesting one. I want to get your opinion on. I don't even know if you've ever had this. So, all right, 
Matt, this is what I had to start. Boom. I went in and you know what? I've been I've been stepping away from the chew highs recently, Matt. I've tried and, by the you. way, I've also kicked my smoking habit. So I'm you know now awesome. I'm just a, Yeah. I'm yeah, things are going all right, Matt. So all right, first thing I tried, you know, I, I stepped out. Premium malts has the black, which is supposed to be their like I guess stouty style yeah. um beer. Here it almost looks like, you know, like a like a real Irish stout or something like, like that. But I looks like Donald Trump's hair, that color. <laughs> it does look does. Look at that. <laughs> back to front comb over on the foam there. <laughs> that is uh <laughs> that is an impressive foam going on right there. Wow. Um and I gotta say, Matt, this is um you know, this is a renewal. They, you know, it's been renewed. I think it yeah. originally came out in 2020. Nothing to write home about, Matt. This is, um, you know, it just tasted like like a great can. A, yeah, great can, beautiful can. Um, and you know, premium malts. They, the Suntory, they are, you know, supposedly, theoretically, are supposed to be the sort of the premium. top of the line. Top although, of the line. Yeah. Although we, you know, in our taste test, we kind of. Yeah, you know, blew that out of the water. Blew yeah. that out of the water. Um, but anyways, so yeah, if, if you're looking for like a stout style beer, this isn't going to do it for you. It does have a little bit more of that sort of like, you know, sort of thicker taste than a normal Japanese beer. But it's no, I mean, this is no stout. Okay. All right, Matt, but this is the one. And this is, I got this for the first time in probably five years, maybe even ten years. This is an old classic for me, and I don't know if you... Have gotten into the Mimiga. So, Matt, this is the pig ear. Um, Mimiga, which is originally, um, I think, from Okinawa. And pig ear, you're probably thinking, ooh, no, that doesn't sound good. But what it is is an extremely thin sliced pig ear. Actually, it is literally pig ear. But it's very nice, Matt. Um, You know how I like some cartilage. And, you know, running through that pig's ear is that cartilage. Um, so it's a, uh, it's actually a really nice, like, um, dish. And I, I don't know. Have you ever had the, the pig ear? Have you ever had I've the ne- No, not. I've never had it. I've heard, um, I've heard it taste surprisingly good, though. And what's yeah. the texture? Is it crunchy? Is it chewy? What's, what's going on there? Well, it's it's chewy on the outside, and then in the center is the 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 sort of cordy cordy the um, cartilage. The oh, that's cartilage. What that, there's like a we're looking at strips here, and there's a white strip that runs in the mm-hmm. center of it. Is that the cartilage there? That's the cartilage got there. It. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I see, it's got like a nice little dipping sauce as well. Yes, this had the mustard miso dipping oh, sauce. That sounds really good. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was nice, and it's it's a nice little dish for, like, when you're having a beer. I'd say it's akin to, like, a, a jerky or, like a, like, a dried squid or something like that. I'm all for product that uses every part of the animal, so this yeah. sounds great. Uh, it yeah. did remind—I thought you were showing dried squid at first, which I'm a huge right. fan of. That stuff is oh, delicious. Yeah. But mm-hmm. no, nice, Mike. This looks like a nice little—yeah, with a beer. Looks good. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I, yeah, so just, you know, anyone, please feel free to pick up that Mimiga. It's not bad. I will say I was looking for the um, the English translation, and I was pig ear, you know, it's just pig ear, and I was looking in the States, and it's mostly dogs, you know, um, for dogs. That's, oh, that's yeah, what pig at ears Petco, are. yeah, you find a lot yeah. of pig ears for dogs. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so. All right, Matt. Well, hey, that um, I just wanted to, you know, you know, catch you up on what I've been doing at the uh, at the Gemba. But um, you know, from here on out, I'm just gonna I'm hit my stride and just gonna try and you know, hopefully find some chickies. Awesome. All right, Matt. Well, um, heading into the Chicky Wars this week, we've actually got some action, Matt. Um, I want to get your thoughts on a couple items here. So first off, coming out of Lawson, we have a new Karaage flavor, Matt. Sure now, what's do. going on here? This is the Karaage, yep. the Yaki Niku sauce flavor. Um, Karaage-kun. Um, yaki Niku sauce. Yaki Niku, again, is like beef, usually like um, grilled beef that you kind of, little bits that you cook yourself. Anyways, Matt, what, what do you think about the Yaki Niku sauce Karaage-kun? Mike, I got to say, I'm pretty excited about this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, who isn't a Yaki Niku fan? That's a crowd pleaser. Um, oh, yeah. You know, for those who aren't aware, yakiniku is the cuisine in Japan. It's Korean barbecue. You pull up right. to a grill and you order a bunch of beef and vegetables, all kinds of cuts. You can get, you know, your standard kind of like sirloin, thinly sliced. You can get things mm. like beef heart, any mm. kind of beef cut that you want. You can also order some wagyu, some really fancy high-end stuff. And they often pair mm. it with some salt, fancy salt. Or some mm-hmm. sauce, and you get to choose. Do you want to salt it, or do you want to sauce it? Mm-hmm. And here they're talking about that sauce, Mike, which is, um, you know, it's a little bit sweet. I'm usually a salty guy. I normally mm-hmm. don't use the Tade sauce. But what really gets me going about this, this is a this is a collabo, Mike, with a yakiniku shop called Todaji. I guess this mm-hmm. is a chain based out of Tokyo. I've never been, but I did have a look at their mm-hmm. website. They look like the real deal. Mm. So my guess is, um, you know, this is a pretty outstanding tasting product due to that collabo. Mm. I also like the box here. You got Karaage oh, yeah. Kun, the mascot. He's working that grill <laughs> um, big time there. So, yeah. no, I, 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 I like this. Um, I like this idea, Mike. Um, it's a little bit mm. confusing, you know, chicken with beef sauce. Right. Little, little little curveball there. But... Yeah. Um, Hey, who doesn't like yakiniku? Well, vegetarians, no, I, I guess. But other right. than that, yeah. Well, and I, I'm a, yeah, I am a fan of that sauce. You know, I think um, you know, you dip some of that, some of that beef in that sauce. It can be great, but I agree. I do like salt, salt as well. Um, so yeah, I, I agree. I think this is great. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, good to see. All right, going on to Seven Eleven. All right. <laughs> Um, all right, Matt. So here we've got new item. Let me let me give you the name though. This is the sweet and sour chicken. But Matt, this has a little catchphrase at the back: hot and crispy. Um, is this a new item or is it not? What what do you think? This is not a new item, Mike. <laughs> okay. This is this is the same item that's been in that damn hot box since the very beginning. <laughs> and you're not gonna fool me with some katakana. Yeah, hot and crispy. It's outrageous mm-hmm. that uh, Seven yeah. Eleven is trying to. Uh, I don't know. Maybe the product development team, the boss man, was sweating them for some new product, <laughs> and this is what they pulled out of their <laughs> their hats at the last right. second. Some katakana. Yeah, Matt. Um, 
Yeah, good call. It was the Katakana that saved this one, which is just that same item that we've always seen. Um, but it's a good one. Um, and hey, I can't complain. Not sad to see it, but would like to see a little bit more innovation. I will say, Matt, going on to um, Daily Yamazaki, another sort of, uh, is this a new item or not? Daily Yamazaki, it's <laughs> spicy red chicken, red being the key word, Matt. What do you, what do you think about this one? They've outdone themselves, Mike. Um, you know, Daily Yamazaki's photography, this looks like, you know... This was uh, this is like a piece of chicken that's on the surface of the moon, and you know somebody with like a, you know an amateur, uh, you know a, a what do you call it a stro- guy who has a telescope, you know yeah just astronomer his, astronomer just in mm-hmm. his backyard and and he zooms in and you know he spots this you know this is this is <laughs> this is less than you've heard of 4k this is like negative 4k resolution here. i've never seen anything like it it's just like this blurry red dot also the description here this is a spicy red chicken they're claiming mm-hmm. um the ladies like this oh yeah they do <laughs> so <laughs> keep that in mind everybody you know you might have uh you know might be swiping right a little bit more often if you got one of these in your back pocket <laughs> That's true. And we got Valentine's Day coming up. This is, uh, again, yeah, this is bizarre. I I will say, yeah, this this also is not a new item. We've seen this before from Daily Yamazaki. Um, never this red, but I'm, I'm sure it's very similar. Um, but, yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. And like you said, hey, fellas, if you're looking to impress the ladies, maybe you need to, you know, I would love to, to see that claim on like a 7-Eleven taquito flavor. You know, like the buffalo <laughs> chicken, just in the description. <laughs> Ladies love it. <laughs> well, Matt, I, the, the Mimi guy, the pig's ear that I was looking at was also Ladies love it because it's got collagen, Matt, which is good for health and beauty. And so, beauty, um, right. Yeah, right? Okay, right. well, that sounds like a more legitimate claim than the spicy red chicken. <laughs> red chicken. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's get on to something legitimately new, Matt. Um, we're heading over to Seiko Mart for our last contender at the Chicky Wars this week, and Matt, this is an interesting one. This is something I have not seen before. This is um, the Ahijo style chicken. Nuggets. That's five chicken nuggets you get here. Ahijo. I I was looking up this. Like, is this a big thing? This might just be a J- Japan thing, but apparently in Spanish cuisine, I think there's something called al ahijo. Um, chicken al ahijo, which is like... Anyways, in Japan, it usually means something... You, you have like oil, usually like a, like a flavored oil that oh. you sort of like marinate things in and then oh. they call that ahijo. I, I don't is that what you'd call it in this I don't I don't know what I had never heard of this before. I also did some googling and I struggled to understand it. I was hoping you would have an explanation and I really appreciate that you do. Um no Mike, mm-hmm. I had never heard of this. Um it sounds good though. They say it has like a garlicky and uh mm-hmm. and also like a, a, a fish flavor mm-hmm. to it kind of actually that doesn't okay. sound so good actually <laughs> 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 yeah um but yeah i i had never heard of this before today okay 
Okay, that's interesting because I had always thought this is just like a common thing from like Spanish Queen ajillo. Because everybody, my my, she loves some ajillo. She actually made some ajillo the other night. Hmm. Um, but yeah, my image of ajillo is just yeah, like garlic and like stuff like in like a pool of oil, and then you kind of like dip dip some bread in there. So oh, eat it up. It's pretty okay. good actually. I don't know. Yeah, it I does gotta, sound but, pretty good. So although I'm wondering, Matt. Do they is that, are they reusing an image here? Is this I, I feel I've, like out I've of, only seen one image of chicken nuggets at at Seiko Mart. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I think this is the same one. But um, yeah, I agree. I'm excited. It seems cool. But um, you know, and all in all, I gotta say, pretty exciting week at the Chiggy War. So that's always good to see. All right, Mike. It's on to the scoreboard. We're going to take a look yes. at the new item count across the big conveni here. Mm-hmm. Let's take a look at it. Family Mart, 43 new items. Lawson, 39. 7-Eleven, 100. Mini Stop, 24. Daily Yamazaki, 8. Seiko Mart, 7. And New Days at 12. Your thoughts on those numbers, Mike? Yeah, Matt. Um, you know, in general, I think this is a more healthy uh, scoreboard. Last week, we were seeing things really low. So it's exciting to see... Things back to where they they normally should be, and nice to see eleven seven uh, eleven hitting the on the button the one hundred items. That's always a, something to celebrate. Um, so yeah, pretty good week, no doubt about it, Mike. Now let's take a look at our winners and losers, the items that caught our attention this week. We'll start with your loser, Mike. Let's mm-hmm. see. Always excited to see what you got up on screen here. Let's have a look. What do yeah. we got? Hmm. What do we have? That is the question, Matt. Um, so this is out of Ministop, who we've been oh, liking recently. Interesting. But, yeah, this is a kebab hot sandwich for people who like cheese. All right, so. All right, maybe if you're, you know, living in the U, you know, in Europe, maybe this would be like, oh, yeah, okay. All right, first off, kebab is not something that you commonly find in Japan. You know, it's, um, in Tokyo, you, you can find it. Like there are like a few street vendors, but it's not, it's not like an established thing you eat in Japan. Kebab, you know? Um, so then this is a kebab hot sandwich. Okay. I don't, I don't really know what that is. And it's for people who like cheese, Matt. Um, so I'm guessing you just have some chicken, sort of kebab-style chicken in there with some cheese on it. I'm sure it's not bad. I guess I'm just wondering more, what is this thing? Is is there something special going on in there? Is there something I'm missing? Or does this seem just kind of like a mix of a number of, of you know, sort of like buzzwords thrown together to create an item? Um, I'm not sure... And I couldn't figure it out, so that's why I put it as my loser for this week. Yeah, I'm 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 still trying to wrap my head around this one, Mike. Uh, <laughs> a lot of things that are baffling here. First, uh, kebab. It it's yeah. never served on bread. Yeah, served yeah. usually in in a kind of uh, pita. This is right. just like white bread. It looks like right. Um, I don't understand why would people who like cheese like this. I don't really understand that crossover. Um, what it is about this flavor that's getting the cheese lovers. I don't. I don't see it. I yeah. see that they have a melted slice of cheese as the oh. decorative element on the packaging. Maybe that's mm-hmm. why a cheese lover would like this. Right. Um, 
I don't know, Mike. I guess you throw this in the microwave and heat it up, which explains the hot part of this sandwich. But um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, I've I've never seen kebab on uh, on white bread before. I don't I don't see this going well, Mike. <laughs> this doesn't look do good. This is not a good. This is not good. Yeah, no. All right, nice choice for a loser. Sad to see out of mini stop. They're usually in the winner's circle there. Um, yeah. All right, mine comes from Seven Eleven, Mike, and you know we've seen a different play on this several times, and I just couldn't help myself. I know I've talked about this a lot, but Mike, mm. this thing to me looks like it was brewed up in Hell's Kitchen itself. <laughs> you know, it's got pretty much everything I'm not looking for in life. We mm-hmm. have uh, it's um, rice topped with shirasu, so you got a thousand different little eyeballs staring back at you. Mm-hmm. But then it's got a little blob, actually a pretty big blob big of mentaiko sitting right on top of those shirasu in the middle. So mm-hmm. you got the you got the baby fish with a pile of uh, fish eggs on top. I guess that's kind of the whole circle of life there. Maybe just slap a big piece of salmon, fill it on top of that some bitch, and round it out. But just have Elton John blaring in the background while you're eating this thing. But um, yeah, as I just. You know, not for me, shirasu, mentaiko. Actually, if I had to pick one, I'd eat the shirasu before I ate the mentaiko. But, um, and it's got some whack-ass, uh, I don't know what that is. What is that? Uh, I think that's seaweed of yeah, some sort. Yeah, maybe in the back left. And then some uh, pickled greens on the front right. Yeah, Matt, not much to be excited about here. If you're, you know, like us and don't like these things, um... Yeah, 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 no, not much to say that you didn't say. There's literally nothing in this that excites me. Even if, I think it might even be better if they didn't have the little seaweed and the yeah. um, the greens in that corner. If it was, and the mentaiko, if it was just the shirasu on top of rice, maybe then, you know, pour a little soy sauce on that. Maybe that'll do a little bit better. But um, no, this is this is just a sad... Blob, you know, this reminds me of, you know, that that image was making the rounds back in the day. It was the blobfish, you know, that just that really ugly, just blobfish. blobfish. Yeah, if you never, oh, Google that. yeah, just Google blobfish because that's what this looks like. It's a blob. It's not that great. Um, and so, yeah, this is a loser, total loser. Get it out of here. All right, let's head over to the winner's circle, Mike. Get a little pick me up here. We'll start with you. Let's see yeah. what you got. This week, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. yep, Matt. Mm-hmm. It was um, mm-hmm. good God, Ooh. Matt. Ooh. <laughs> Man, so oh, is yeah, that what that is in the middle. Oh yeah. All right, all right. So what are we looking at here? Oh boy, <laughs> we're at Lawson. <laughs> I was looking through the items this week. I saw this, and I just stopped looking for the rest. I, I knew this is what I had to do. Matt, you know, there's a couple things I love. I like popcorn, and I like shoe cream. <laughs> and I'd say they make up probably 75% of my winners um, that I pick. And it's been a while since I picked up a shoe, but Matt, out of Lawson, out of the Uchi Cafe, none other than the Uchi Cafe, we've got the brownie shoe. With, you know, uh, with with cream inside. So what this is, Matt, it's shoe. It's a shoe cream. 
but on the outside you have a, a covering of chocolate and on top of that you have sprinkled pretty sizable bits of almonds yeah and then the the dough itself is a, is a shoe dough but it looks to be a little bit more chocolatey and then inside you've got what they say are two different types of hokkaido creams mm. and then also you've got the bits of brownie in there that dense brownie taste um i don't know man you know i love shoe <laughs> what can i say i mean hey happy 2022 this is a winner <laughs> i'm getting in there i'm gonna get it nothing else i can say this is a winner get in there get the brownie shoe nama cream Edie from Uchi cafe at lawson yeah, Mike, this also caught my attention. Actually, Lawson has a bunch of really interesting yeah. chocolate items out this week. They all look outstanding, but no doubt about it, this was at the top of the food chain. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, that brownie in there, Mike, I missed that. I didn't realize mm. that's brownie inside that's that brownie. shoe. And those almonds, you have almost whole almonds, ladies and gentlemen, parked on top of that chocolate-glazed shoe cream. You know, Mike... I've occasionally been hitting the bong, and I got some black mamba number seven that I've been enjoying every once in a while. And I'll tell you what, Mike, when I eat, it feels like I'm eating with my whole body. I can smell with my eyeballs. That's how much I power up during that experience. And I feel like this is the pinnacle of human sensation right here. Some black mamba number seven. And a Lawson brownie shoe cream. Yeah, the Dalai Lama hasn't felt something that good. I'm, I'm guessing. Yeah, this looks very good. Yeah, very good. All right. Mine's not. Mine's okay. It's not nearly that good. Actually, mine's actually pretty exciting. I take that back. Mine's also out of 7-Eleven. My loser came from 7-Eleven, Mike. Ooh. My winner's coming from 7-Eleven. And this one, you might want to take the young boy... Over yeah. that ice box and introduce him to the Mr. Donut Ice Bar, Mike. Wow. This is a. They have taken the Mr. Donut double oh. chocolate donut and turned it into an ice cream bar. For those mm. who don't know, Mr. Donut, one of the greatest restaurants in all of Japan. Mm-hmm. Some of the best donuts on the planet. If you've not been to Mr. Donut, you need to go to Mr. Donut. People yes. talk about Giro this, Giro that. No. Mr. Mm-hmm. Donut this, Mr. Donut. That's where you got to go. Yeah. I'll tell you how I lived my life, Mike. You know, back in the days, living in Kanazawa, we'd go to that ramen mm-hmm. shop. And I'd oh, have about boy. five minutes mm. from my last sip to the toilet bowl. Mm-hmm. I unleashed a fury. And I would always make time to stop off at Mr. Donut, even while the clock was ticking, to pick up three donuts. Because they're that damn good. It was worth pooping my pants to get some Mr. Donuts on the way home from some ramen oh. and some beers. Oh, my God. And now we have hmm. an ice cream for Mike. And I got to tell you, I'm pretty pumped up about this. I hope they continue this innovation. Yeah, one that is something that I don't even know if we have actually talked about it on the podcast before, Miss 
dough, Mr. Donuts. Yeah, an institution in Japan um, and truly like a gem. Yeah, like you said, some of the best ice or um, donuts and just like a great restaurant. Like you go in there, you grab like a couple donuts, you take a seat, grab a little kohi. Bottomless coffee. Bottomless coffee, Matt. And you're just, you're living the life. You know, you're living the life. So, um, yeah, I agree. Hey, where is this again? This is uh, 7-Eleven. All right, Leo and I, next next stop. That's where we're heading. We're heading 7-Eleven. I'm looking for this. I'll get back to you with the results. Looks great. All right. So that wraps up the scoreboard and our winners and losers this week. In fact, Mike, that wraps up the whole damn oh. podcast. Wow, time always flies by. So uh, yes. we'd like to thank everybody for listening and a special thanks to those who have supported the podcast by buying us a chicky. That's Carrie G, St. Michelle, M.H. Bongo, Professor H, Matt D, Antonio Waite, Crew of Japan, Bobby Judo, and Anonymous. Thank you so much for buying us a chicky. If you'd like to support the podcast, head over to buymeacoffee.com slash boys and buy us a chicky. Uh, share and rate the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. You can also check this out on YouTube, see everything that we're mm-hmm. talking about, and you can join a uh, rather stupid conversation and unfolding on twitter um otherwise thanks everybody for listening and mike i'll see you at the convenie see you at the convenie